hello. What's up, girl? What happened after Tony dumped you? Girl, I'm over it. I went from heartbreak to hate. Hey, hey, hey. How's things? Hi, Bob. Is there a reason you think it's a fucking slow? I'm just trying to talk to you on your level. Oh, you know what? <laughs> oh, no. I'm just, you know, changing it up. We say the same thing every time. It's kind of like, I don't know. It's like The Simpsons. You want to have a fresh intro every week. I don't love The Simpsons like that to know. But, okay. Okay. Well, I mean, that's only been around 31 years, whatever. Anyway, welcome to another episode of From Heartbreak to Hate. Wow. Where did that come from? (laughs) Um, Welcome one, welcome all. So, this week's episode will be the day before your birthday episode. 41. Ooh, ooh. 40s. She's officially in (laughs) her 40s. Ooh, I got a grinder notification. Um, So, you usually do it up for your birthday, right? I usually try to do something. Um, As you know, I'm always making up for the years past when my birthday was like a blip in time. A being blip. so close to Christmas, being kind of like, hmm, happy birthday. See you in four days. So, um, as an adult, I usually try to buy myself something or mm-hmm. take myself somewhere. Uh, this year, I'm planning to go to Fogo de Chao. And that's where you get your meat on. All the meat. <laughs> it's Brazilian meat, which is some of the more succulent meat that's <laughs> out there. But um, he's still only talking about food, ladies and gentlemen. Food, it's only food. I love Fogo de Chao. Actually, I was joking with a friend that um, maybe I should make my life goal to like one of my life goals. You know how everybody has a bucket list or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe I should make one of mine. Uh, go to at least one Fogo de Chao in every state that they're available. Oh wow! Which so far I've hit. Two states. This will be the third. Oh, so you haven't actually been to the one here in Illinois? No. Ooh. Right? That's the only one I've been to. But which one? Because there's the one in the city and there's in the one in Naperville. Chicago. I don't do suburb food chains. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. No. Downtown Chicago. Yeah. That's the one I went to. But, uh, yeah, so I've been to the one... In the Atlanta area. Okay. And I've been to the one in New Orleans. Mm. Which I know people are like, you were in New Orleans, so you eat New Orleans cooking. Don't you worry. I did did that that as well. Yeah. Like, I can multitask people. All right. Yeah. It's not an either or all. I Mm -mm. didn't have to save up days. Mm -mm. It's not like you're just there for one lunch or one meal. I've been in training for this. People... Have no, have no fear. I can't. And fuck off A number one because I am Creole, bitch. Get back. That's what you should have said. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm so already Cre- Cajun Spice, so <laughs> fuck off. My family's so Creole, we did gumbo for Thanksgiving type type Creole. So. There you go. Yeah. So, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And, uh, but I, this year, 
given our salaries. I mm-hmm. that's like the one crazy thing I'm doing. It's not like you know, in years past, I've like I'm gonna buy myself some like r- really nice ring with my birthstone or something. Uh-huh. One of the like five birthstones that apparently I now have. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's not time for all that this year. This year, you know. It's a good hot meat. <laughs> it's a good hot meat. And maybe some hot meat after. <laughs> and watch my Black Friday TV <laughs> that I purchased. Oh yeah. Sales. Yeah, Super there sale. you go. So, how is TV life? <laughs> so good. The people are bigger, which you know is important because I'm wearing my spectacles now. Yes, <laughs> getting in your forties, things are changing. Vision's getting blurry, so kids, I need bigger people. Like the small people weren't gonna work. No. Anytime you have to wheel the TV closer to you, you know it's time to upgrade. <laughs> and I mean, and you watch a lot of those shows that, so they all look alike to me. Like, they buy, I don't know. Well, they're all regionally based, right? So They <laughs> are. And, I mean, and they generally have, like, a lot of them have the same hair color or the same mm-hmm. kind of features. And then there'll be one or two standouts. But, yeah, I mean, that's across, you know, Beverly Hills, New Jersey, Atlanta, Potomac. And 90 Days Fiance. 90 Day Fiance, they don't look similar. But what happens with, like, that one and, like, lo- uh, Love After Lockup is... I'll be so into these couples and how horrible they are. Um, and I can never remember both of their names. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, that's my favorite ones. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, I'm like Alex and um, Gabriella. No, something with a G. And then it'll be like Glorietta. You know what I mean? So well, I mean, we got easier. sidetracked. The, mor- the moral of the story is I can watch everybody and they're big now and I'm happy. Happy on a big TV. No yeah. laptop life for you. No, not no more. She fancy. <laughs> <laughs> so, birthday aside, I know that's the most important part of mm-hmm. this month. Obviously. But other people celebrate other things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kwanzaa's coming up. Hanukkah's coming. Hanukkah's coming up first. Then Kwanzaa. Oh, wait, Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa. This year, I believe. I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I so. knew you did. Well, listen, isn't it better to just be honest about what you don't celebrate as opposed to pretending and being oh so wrong? So at least I can say that I don't know. I celebrate New Year's. Yeah. Um, you know what's really funny about calendars now? And I'm, I know other people probably have this problem too. So back in the day when everything was Facebook was safe and cool for everyone to like share all your data – I used I would like import people's birthdays into my phone, mm-hmm. my my Apple phone, Apple if you like to sponsor our podcast, <laughs> or just give us nice Christmas gifts even though we don't celebrate. Um, that would be good too. Um, I'm thinking you know, you know MacBook Air, um, but people don't put. Facebook would let you not put your birthday year mm-hmm. so now in my calendar which is still keeping people from iphone to iphone to iphone yeah yeah i'm looking at people's birth my friend's ninth birthday <laughs> right because it made them born <laughs> the year the year that i mer- that i merged the calendars yeah. so i have lots of friends who are now nine <laughs> and ten some that are in their fours and fives when they're clearly in their 30s and 20s. So, yeah, I just think that's funny that it's just like 
it's so and so's fourth birthday, and I'm like, that bitch is ten years older than me. Um, but yeah, so that was my sidetrack on dates and calendars, and only because I had to look up whenever all those holidays happen. The good thing about those holidays are music. We don't work. Oh, that's that's even more better. We got all kinds of days off. Yeah. And uh, it's awesome. It is awesome. It's needed. It's needed. You need to recharge your batteries, as people my age say. <laughs> Us boomers. You are not a damn boomer. I know. I'm not, it right I'm not. Now. I'm not. I was like, somebody listening to the podcast would probably believe it. I'm like, mm, that explains a lot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it does explain a lot. <laughs> if I was a boomer, but I'm not. We're both Xers. I say a lot of things just for the gag. I know. For the joke, for the whatever. Like, ten dicks in my mouth. It's never happened. <laughs> you can't get past the ninth one. <laughs> anyway. Um, Real talk, you couldn't get past the fourth one. Depending on the dick. Mm. Very true. I mean, I don't, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm not going to get too personal. But you know when you like, you open your mouth so far, you get the little kind of tear at the uh, edge of uh, your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> let's be real. I've had one that's done that. So let's, I'm not, I'm not looking to <laughs> shove multiples, multiples in there. <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about. No. Because we don't always talk about dick. <laughs> not always. Not always. And but often enough. Often. We pepper it in, I feel. Yeah. Not even salt. <laughs> I mean, I don't use salt like that, but a lot of people use more salt than pepper. I would say pepper is a good <laughs> expression. We pepper it in. But the real reason we're here today mm-hmm. is a very important reason. Dun, dun, dun. What albums have changed your life? Multiple albums. I mean, the Hillary Duff album. I know you were banging <laughs> on that. You're so stupid. Um, how many times have you had Does sex with actu- <laughs> Does she actually have an album? Uh, didn't she? I mean, she could have. That's I I feel like she did or her sister. Uh, okay. I don't know much about the Duff, so. I don't know. But um. Yes, yeah, so it's called album. Metamorphosis. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> first album yes. to change my life was "You Brought the Sunshine" by the Clark Sisters. Okay. Now this is a gospel album. Okay. Because my mother was gospel holy, and uh, but this album came out in 1981, and uh, so I was very young. And I remember her playing it on the record player. Children, go look up, go look that up. Vinyl. <laughs> um, and I know that she loved that song. And as a kid, I just remember like that was like one of the first songs that I really loved, and that's I think where my love of music started. Nice. That particular song. I mean, that you know, it's the whole album, but that particular song I could have listened to over and at over least and over again. twenty times in a row. Yeah, probably did. Probably drove her crazy. But uh, yeah, there was just something about all the pieces of it, the organ swells, like you know how emotional it was. Like that was like, oh, this is what music is supposed to be. I mean, anytime something swells is a good thing. <laughs> you can you think back to your earliest album that changed you oh absolutely now this might be i think we talked about this movie before obviously uh but 
the Xanadu soundtrack. Okay. That's the earliest. What year? No, no, that's not the earliest. Okay. I mean, that's the one that, like, I feel has shaped my life. I mean, I okay. I had other records. I had a lot of Queen records, a lot um, a lot of ELO, which is a big part of the Xanadu soundtrack. So a lot of Electric Light Orchestra. Um, Dolly Parton records. Those are all the things I had when I was a kid. I had mostly 45s when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But then there was the Xanadu record, which had merged two things that I loved dearly, which was Olivia Newton-John mm-hmm. and Electric Light Orchestra, which if you don't like Electric Light Orchestra, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't, I don't, I don't know how you exist as a human being. <laughs> if you don't know what it is, look it up. Anyway... Yeah, and it's still, it's, I mean, inspiration-wise, still to this day, like when I'm making, like working on music and tracks and stuff like that, like the layering of synth music with orchestral music with rock, uh, like with rock uh, musical instruments, like that's electric orchestra. Like it's all, it's amazing. And it's always a dream. Like every song is supposed to be a dream, like essentially. So, and then pepper that in. Pepper again mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with some Olivia Newton-John, which we all know is one of my idols yes. and who I wanted to be as a child. So I just, I, I still to this day cannot not listen to that album 12 or 16,000 times a year. <laughs> wow. Okay. It was so bad. The record was taken from me <laughs> as a child. <laughs> I, I can see that. And then when it was released on CD, because you couldn't find it forever, and when they didn't have it on CD, but it didn't get released till I think I was almost 25, I think, when the CD came out, and I fucking lost my shit when it came out at the record store, because I knew the record store owner, and it was coming out. And uh, I told my aunt, and she was like, yeah, I took that record away from you, and I thought we'd never hear from it again. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, you're riding with me back home. And all it is is Xanadu. <laughs> so that was, I think, the first one that changed my life. Oh, my goodness. Because it teaches you love. It teaches you it's happy. <laughs> There's, like, all kinds of moods to right. it. So. Right. I get you. Okay. Uh, my next one, maybe not necessarily in order, but mm-hmm. would be uh, Fiona Apple title. Mm-hmm. That was a game changer because it was, like, so deeply emotional, like, very (laughs) impressive that her age and, like, but to really express all these emotions and um, it was one of the first albums that I remember just loving every single song on. Because there was such a thing with music, man, in, like, the 80s and 90s where you'd be like, I love four or five of these and the rest of these can all... If... If if you true. didn't like just one, because right. I mean that's back in our day. Because you get the single. You get the single, but sometimes <laughs> even backer in our day, <laughs> you got the forty-five, <laughs> or even backer in our day, where you didn't get forty-fives uh, because forty-fives were not as prevalent as full-length albums. Yeah, but it was just so moody and like appropriate for my age and like yeah. all of the things of life. I was like, oh, man, this girl gets it. So that was that was a big one for me, and I think influenced some of the other people I started to listen to Absolutely. later. Yeah. 
Yeah, because Fiona came at a time in my life whenever I was really into, you know, heavy metal women's music or heavy grunge music, L7, Babes in Toyland, Hole, a lot of um, what people would call angry women's music. And that created, the anger wasn't gone, but a softer side of it. Where Alanis kind of, Alanis Morissette kind of like chipped at it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I feel like Fiona, Fiona Apple actually took it there. Because she can sing softly and tell you how angry she was. Yes. Like it was getting across the point where like, you know, I've always loved Tori Amos. Obviously, she's on this list somewhere. But like that that album was like, I feel this. I feel this. And like, you know, we're only a few years different in age. But like. I think Fiona's like in between our age, right? Mm-hmm. She's younger than me. She's a little older than you. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like that, that age range. So yeah, that album's amazing. So at least we're we know that album together. We do we'll discuss that. So. Yeah, as you've mentioned before, like that that was one of the ones that we first bonded over, and mm-hmm. oh yeah. I'm sure others that we'll discuss that will be like. Mm-hmm, it great. was actually a discussion that wasn't uh, a positive discussion. <laughs> because we, I had said that I liked When the Pawn, and then you were like <laughs> a title truest, and that was like it for you for Fiona Apple. So <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't the most you know it was it was a discussion. It wasn't a like we weren't just like oh my god we love Fiona Apple. It was like but no <laughs> but also also my opinion is valid. Yeah no there was a whole discussion that was like one of our first conversations. People like we were getting out of the car at. Some restaurant. I think it might have been Dairy Queen or something like that. It was I don't know. I remember it was in a car. Yeah. I remember that. But <laughs> so um since I already brought her up and we're not doing this in any kind of order whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um it's Tori Amos Little Earthquakes. Okay. For me. Like like I said, like I know that Tori is a little different and uh and she's kind of one of those people that people absolutely hate her, people absolutely love her. Um I loved everything that came out of the woman's mouth. I felt that it was extremely intelligent songwriting, like the fact that she can split a word into two different words and make it rhyme with I mean I don't know this But there's a there's a thing about that though, right? Because it's like there is a learning curve to listening to Tori Amos. Absolutely. You have to listen to Tori Amos. You have to, to li- to, yeah, cuz yes. cuz sometimes you're like, "What the fuck did she just say?" Yeah, like I got the lyric down, but now what's that? <laughs> And she also creates, like, it's it's artistic to me. Like, she creates a world where she's describing people as other things and you're not necessarily understanding. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, like, Cornflake Girl. Like, people, I know that's not on the, the Little Earthquakes album, but people thought she was a Cornflake Girl. And she's like, no. Like, the Cornflake Girls are the ones who all look exactly the same. And there's so many of them. Mm-hmm. And then the Raisin Girls are the sporadic girls in the sea of all the girls that look exactly the same. So people would call her the Cornflake Girl, and it would actually be derogatory to the point of her song. Right. Well, because it's like people listening to whole lyrics, uh, I believe she tells you right in the fucking song. I never was. Never was a Cornflake, cornflake Girl. girl. <laughs> like. <laughs> well, and the funny thing is, about that is that she was a cornflake box model. 
Really? No, see, yeah, that so I did that was the know. whole thing of ah. never was. So, I mean, there's like. Yeah. So, she uh, either she would, uh, was the model on the box or she went to try something that her mother pushed her into or something like that. Like, that was something that happened. So, it was, I mean, and the album itself was like definitely uh, Little Earthquakes. Because what's definitely. the name of that one with Cornflake Girl? And some waitresses on there. and Uh-huh. Under the Pink. Under the Pink. Thank you. I can never remember the name yeah. of it because God is on there, too. God right? is on that. So, and more of her popular music is on that. Well, this is the thing, because I was introduced to Tori Amos by my younger sister. And so I believe that's the first album that you heard. that I heard. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear Little Earthquakes or so. I just remember my mind being blown, like, by the audacity of some of her lyrics. You know, specifically mm-hmm. the God song. I was like, <gasps> can I even listen to this? Will I be in trouble? I don't know. Um, Which is true, because like God, sometimes you just don't come through. Yeah. I mean, if you sit and think about how you pray, people pray to things all the time, and it never happens for them. Like that's that's a truthful lyric. I, it's it is it is, but it's also <laughs> one of those lyrics that you know, like especially when you're younger, like with my past, you're just kind of like, oh, I don't think you're allowed to say that. And she, you know, it's like, well, it's it's in print, it's on vinyl, it's yeah, on cassette, it's, done, it's, it's on CD. <laughs> it's, she's it's loud. On, yeah. Um, so, but loving what I heard on there so much. I mean, I love the, the three songs I just named. I mean, mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again. So then I was like, okay, let me now go back and find all the, yeah. what everything else she's done. So. Yeah. No, so that's it. Little Earthquakes, Tori Amos. Love it. <sighs> love it. I mean, there's so much into it. I don't know. Listen to the lyrics. Read the lyrics as listen to the songs, I guess, is the best way to <laughs> to digest it, but. No. Yeah. Um. Next, I'm gonna go. Actually, uh, "Stakes Is High" by De La Soul. Okay. A lot of people our age <laughs> would remember <laughs> De La Soul, and they did "Me, Myself, and I." That's probably right. the by far their biggest hit. Or "Potholes in My Lawn." Okay. But like more commercial hit, more thing that uh, more people would know. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people know of De La Soul mm-hmm. and could not name you one song of theirs. Um, except for that. But what I loved about, and I like became such like the truest fan of theirs and like love all their things, um, was just like the lyrics were so intelligent. Like it just, it, the whole thing flowed as like one piece and, um, like for three guys to really be on it and just like, I don't know how to describe it. It was like, just like love at first sight. Okay. I had heard me, myself, and I hadn't heard them for a long time. And then I remember st- somehow I got my hands on Stakes as High. And I was just like, holy shit. Like, there's, you know, I think I had stopped listening to rap for a little while. And I was like, then I went and, you know, listened to Most Deaf, Tribe Called Quest. You know, it's just like it kind of rebirthed the love for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that was, yeah. So it was 96 was mm-hmm. when that album came out. Yeah. Because I remember I listened to it for many years, so I remember a lot of listening to it in college, which I went in in 96. Um, but yeah, I just I was just really always impressed with their distinct voices and the flow that they used and like just very intelligent lyrics. And <clears throat> I would um, tell anybody to check it out. Yes. Well, Dave, I saw... I- I can't remember which album I liked more than their first album. Um, Artificial Intelligence, maybe? Maybe. I want to say it was like... 
I'm looking at the list now. No, it's uh, Balloon Mind State. Balloon Mind State. Balloon. Uh, because Ego Tripping. Do you know that song by De La Soul? Which is which is when someone says De La Soul, I think automatically think of Ego Tripping because I loved fucking that song. It's Ego Tripping Part 2. <laughs> but um, I don't know. That song just fucking kills it for me. Okay. But anyway. Um, I do like De La Soul, but my next album is one that you also love too. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's Astero. Yeah. Um, her second album, Fastlane, right? Right. Is Fastlane second? Mm. Sounds like a little EP. Oh, yeah. Breast Remnant of the Then What Is a Wild What the Hell Is It Called? Um, I can see the cover. No, I meant Wicked Little Girls. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Fastlane's on there. Um, we talked about this earlier mm-hmm. today. Earlier. Not on the show, but earlier today, right. getting out of the car. Um, that I love Estero, period, period, 100%. Uh, Song for Holly off the Ghost soundtrack, I can't, it's it's one of those songs that haunts me because I fucking love it so much. But that's not on this album. Way Little Girls, which um, will be 15 next year, just to put that Shit. in your how old the fuck old you are state. Ew. <laughs> so you were 26 listening to this. I know. Um, I was not. Um, <laughs> it was 30. Anyway, perfect album because it's not an album like a, a, like you were saying, De La Soul's kind of flows all together. It's like perfectly, which are which is great. But Wicked Little Girls is like Estero's way of saying, hey. I sing all kinds of fucking music and I can produce all types of fucking music and she gives it to you. She gives you fucking hip hop. She gives you fucking R and B. She gives you fucking rock. She gives you fucking pop music across the board. Like it's, it's, it's just a fucking amazing album. Mm -hmm. And the people that she has on the album, which are a lot of people who weren't famous, who some people did come off, become famous later. Like, um, what's his name? The guy who sings CeeLo Green? Yeah, CeeLo. So I mean he wasn't famous with Crazy and all that yet. Like mm-hmm. that was after this. So but um yeah, I don't know. Amazing. I can never not listen to that full album from beginning to end. It has lots of intros, outros, things that go with it. Uh we've talked about that while making music before as like this is a perfect template for yeah. an album mm-hmm. because you get to have all this varied uh depth to an artist and Estero is one of the best artists ever. If you don't listen to Estero, you, I don't push pause. Get the <laughs> fuck out of my podcast. <laughs> no. Um, which I will just give a special shout out to. Um, we need a music revolution. Uh, yeah. I mean, I had, I had listened to her since Breath from Another, but when that song came out, mm-hmm. I was like, jaw drop. Just pause, pause it all, and that was when I officially became like, she doesn't release it fast enough for me. I need another no. hit. Yeah, Estero's one of those artists that gives you about four to five years in between an album. At least, at least she likes to make you wait seven. If yeah. truth be told, truth but be told, <laughs> but she's also doing a lot of it on her own. I and I get that. And so, um, yeah, she's I don't like know. so amazing that it's frustrating that she isn't more of a household name. But maybe that's also what makes her so pure. 
Maybe. I mean. But I mean, if you've never heard Fastlane, that's why I said Fastlane. Right. <laughs> Biostero. Listen to fucking Fastlane Biostero. E-S-T-H-E-R-O. Estero. Listen to OG Bitch. OG Bitch. <laughs> Just Song for Holly. All of it. Why wouldn't you listen to all of it? <laughs> Shit. Yeah, no. Even songs that she's just featured. I've listened to songs that I didn't even like just because she was featured on the fucking thing. <laughs> Conuist. <laughs> um, anyway, go. <laughs> uh, you have another one? <laughs> uh, shit, I don't know if there's anything to do after Astero. Well, are there any uh, albums that we both love mutually? I mean, of course there is, but can I name them right now? Like, we we haven't been very man-heavy. We need some more men. Where are the men at? I don't know if you know this album, but uh, Black Star was another one, which is Most Deaf and Talib Kweli okay. team up together as Black Star. I always thought there was going to be another album. No. There never was, because they like to break hearts. Um, but that was another amazing album just like i don't care how old it is it's always yeah. brand new to me check that one out yeah that's i mean a, that's my honorable mention section you know that i can mention like three thousand female albums right because right that's my gig it is that's what um, i asked you for i like a strong man. and you want to be giving a man so the <laughs> sandre lurche and i know i've discussed him before but yeah his uh his First two albums were pretty amazing, but those are the only one. Like I don't, uh, I can't get li- listen to men straightforward. And remember that to be beautiful and natural is the birthright of every woman. And I wish you all loads and loads of loveliness and good luck. <laughs>